Hey, Voices in Japan podcast with Ben and Burke. We are back after some vacation. The new year, the new decade is getting started. We have some things that we are hoping to introduce here as soon as possible, so please look forward to that. On this episode, we want to share a conversation that we had with Toshi. You may remember he was also in the episode Difficulty Finding a Life Partner. On this episode, we get to know him some more. He talks a little bit about growing up in Tokyo and also living overseas in Canada. And then he tells us about some of the jobs that he's had、uh, throughout his life. Toshi discovered that being a salary man or company worker did not match him well, so he's had a variety of jobs, including being a driver for delivery health services. Uh, we'll let you find out what that is as we listen to the episode. Thank you so much for being a supporter of the show and for tuning in. We hope you had an awesome holiday break and are off to a great start for the new year. And now on to the episode. Each, knee, sang. Recording, we're recording, recording in a bar tonight,、uh, having some beers and recording a podcast with our friend Toshi.、Uh, yeah, Toshi,、uh, so you are from, where are you from? You're from Tokyo, right? Yeah, Tokyo. Yeah, I was growing up in、uh, Tokyo West Side. And what brought、That's、you to Hokkaido? And I met, I met a guy from Hokkaido guy when I was in Canada. You lived overseas in Canada for a while or what? Uh, about uh, three years. Calgary. Calgary. Okay. Right beside Rocky Mountain. Banff. Was it Banff you went to? 90 minutes. Oh, nice. Driving from Banff. Calgary is like, they held the Olympics like, back in the day. Yeah, Calgary Olympics. That's right. Sounds, sounds like Sapporo. Yeah. 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 You know? Then、it's、right after the Olympics, like, that city was growing up. Why, why did you go to Canada? Um, I met a guy when I was in junior,、uh, uni, and he used to live in there as a tour guy for the Japanese people. And he's like, hey, you should come, you know, for snowboarding or whatever. This was a Japanese dude? Yeah, he's yeah,、okay. a Japanese guy. He's、okay. from Shibuya or whatever, you know. How long ago was that? <sighs> 16 years ago. 16 years ago. 16 years ago. So we're, pre- we're pretty close in age, man.、So. Yeah. yeah. Like around 50, right? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite yet. When you went to Canada, could you speak any English at that time? To- Not、point? at all. Wow. wow. But I was studying a lot, like when I was in high school. But you couldn't speak it very well. Nah. Because well, in, in Japanese schools, they don't really focus on speaking so much, right? I just studied. On the paper? When you,、uh, when you went to Canada, like at the very beginning, was it in an English school or was it? No, I just went there with the working holiday visa. Those are really popular in Japan, right? Like,、uh, I don't think you can get working holiday visa for the US, but you can get it for Canada, New Zealand, New Zealand Australia. Australia.、Yeah. I'm not sure about England either. I think it's quite hard to get a. Working. Maybe like a one year one. I don't know. Did you try to get one then a, for England? I think they're always one year, right? Yeah, one yeah. year. Yeah, so, one year. Yeah, that's a really good opportunity for people to go to like those places, but the US then, doesn't have it. Yeah. You know, it's like there's a few choices to stay in there longer, like working at the sushi,、uh, sushi restaurant as a sushi chef. Is that, is that what you did? In, I didn't.、Uh, working at some like a tour company. 
as a tour guide for Japanese. Oh, really? Oh, so yeah. Japanese people that would come over to Calgary, you would kind of take them on tours around the city yeah, or something? Yeah, just pick it up at the airport, driving them to Pam, uh-huh. and staying in, in the middle of Rocky Mountain, go to, you know, up north to see the Aurora thing, so... So you've seen, like, Aurora? Many yeah, times? four or five times. Wow, uh, man. Have you ever seen Aurora? No, no. I, I lived in Canada for a year, lived in Whistler, but... Yeah, you you got to go quite far up north to see the northern Yeah, northern but lights. sometimes like around Calgary, it's like, you know, minus 35 and sunny, which is like, you know, chance to see, yeah. like, you know, big one. What job were you doing in Canada? You said you were guiding. Uh, I was working at a couple of sushi restaurants as a sushi chef. Wow, so you can actually make, are you like a proper, proper sushi chef? I was it? pretending a proper sushi chef. And there different standards to being a sushi chef in Canada and Japan? Like, could you be a sushi chef in Japan? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't why, think why not? So. A couple of decades ago. But I, I was making like California rolls every morning, like a 30 rolls and some kapamaki, which is like a, with uh, the roll with a cucumber and salmon roll. Um, so it's like, like, like kind of easy stuff you'd say like easy stuff to make yeah we, and sushi is like you can keep it like for you know for five five hours or whatever you know that experience wasn't you didn't enjoy it yeah I didn't enjoy it at all making making sushi <laughs> 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 is it as boring as it sounds? You're just like rolling <laughs> sushi like all day. Tap, tap, tap. Never talk, you know? <laughs> really? Just standing. Even even in Canada? Yeah. So I, I would expect that from Japan, but I wouldn't expect that in a Canadian environment. I'd, I'd expect them yeah. to be a bit more che. Wait, Ben, no. didn't you work at a sushi restaurant? I did work in a sushi restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> ben worked at a sushi restaurant. Yeah, in, in Whistler. In Canada, yeah. Yeah, yeah in Whistler. Yeah. Oh, really? But I, I was a, a busboy. So the, I was, you know, I get to, I got to socialize with the waiting staff and customers. Were the were the chefs Japanese? Yeah, yeah, Authentic all the, Japanese. everyone in the kitchen was Japanese or Filipino. So there was a couple of Filipino sushi chefs and basically the customers couldn't tell the difference. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, otherwise they probably wouldn't have come if they knew they were Filipino. <laughs> What about in your restaurant? Uh, Japanese the first, first, first one, like, the restaurant called uh, um, Sumo Lounge. <laughs> Sumo Lounge? <laughs> yeah, o- owned by Japanese and some Chinese guys. Mm-hmm. Owned it. And, and the, all the sushi chefs are from Taiwan. And all the waitresses are Canadian girls. Yeah, that was Asian girl or you know some white girls or whatever. Do you think? Do you think there's any sushi restaurants in Japan that have non-Japanese sushi chefs, or do you think they're all Japanese in Japan? In Japan, yeah. I've never seen uh, foreign people making sushi. Could Could you tell? Like, if there was like a Chinese dude being a sushi chef, could you tell that he was Chinese? In, In here, yeah. 
I, by just by looking at him. <laughs> or by or by the way he talks, maybe maybe because they they shout stuff a lot, don't they? Yeah, the, the sushi sushi chefs. In I think Japan. you can probably tell, right? They yeah. have an accent. Yeah, have an accent. But I never yeah. thought, right? Like, you know, I never think. I guess you would notice if yeah. it, if they were foreign, they'd probably stand out. Yeah. yeah. We want to know about um, you growing up in Japan, Toshi. What, what was it like going to school? What was your earliest memory of your school life? This was in Tokyo. Very, yeah, very yeah, Tokyo, yeah, right? yeah. Uh, I like graduated like a public high school. Yeah, I tried uh, hard to get in uni. So you're a good student. Uh, my school wasn't bad school, you know, that ninety-eight percent, like you know, graduate going wow. to the university, which is like it's kind of middle. Yeah, I tried hard as much I can, but I failed all the tests when I was a uh, you know third grade. You mean like the tests for the entrance exams? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are hard, right? Yeah, six, I I I took a six school, like I I, I took a test for the sixth school but all failed so I went to the prep school for a year then I study as much as I can then I took another test like next year like I took another test and I got approved uh, approved to go to the university in Tokyo what was your major? Uh, business management Ah. business management that's actually it's pretty common right a lot of people take that one year uh, after high school to kind of go to the prep school for taking the entrance exams. What do they call that? They call it Ronin, right? Ronin. Ronin, Ronin and uh, prep school called uh, Yobiko. Yobiko, which is kind of funny because there's that movie. Have you ever seen that movie, Hollywood movie, Ronin? Yeah, is that with uh, the French guy? Yeah, uh, from... Uh, Luc Besson, not Luc Besson. Uh, the, from actually, The Professional. Yeah, Leon. Yeah, Leon. Yeah, that, yeah. the actual Leon guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like everyone hears the word Ronin, and they're in overseas, and all their images is about like these samurai that didn't have a lord. So it's like this really, you know, it's all, they just think of samurai immediately. But in Japan, if you say Ronin, everyone just thinks about these high school students who are taking another year to study really hard, but to focus on the entrance exams for the university, right? Yeah. Is that is yeah. that a tough year? That year that you're a Ronin. Like are you stu- are you basically just studying constantly because yeah. you're not you're not going are you going to you're not going to school at that time are you? Well, you're going to the Yobiko. Right? Yobiko. Yeah. Which which is like a prep school. Yeah. How and long is, is that same kind of like you know nine to five or not nine to yeah. five but like all day. Kinda. Oh, okay. oh really? Wow. So it's wow. So it's Monday, busy. To, Monday to Friday. So it's pretty intense. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes again in in the summertime like a kind of a special course for two weeks or whatever for the English or mathematics or yeah England we don't really have that kind of system we don't really have prep schools it's like you either you you either fail and then you either repeat like go back and then you have to repeat the same year again but with younger people obviously or you just give up and get a job or something like that but you don't go to like a special school to get ready for the try to get into university, right? Or you're basically just going back and you're doing the same thing all over again and trying to get a better grade. Yeah, I guess it's kind of the same in the U.S. But one thing in the U.S., like everybody does take prep courses for the college entrance exams. 
Like there's two major exams. One's called the SAT. One's called the ACT. Mm-hmm. And so like while you're in high school, in the evenings you'll go to like prep school, specifically for those exams. So, but after the Yobiko, the prep school in Japan, do you only take college entrance exams? There's no other exams, right? It's just focused on the college yep. entrance exam, right? Yep. So when you got into university, yeah. obviously you were very happy, but was it a lot less work compared to what you were doing preparing for university? <laughs> to be honest, I didn't study <laughs> anything <laughs> when university? I was in university. That's, that, but that's pretty, that's kind of common, right? In yeah. yeah. But some people, you know, do a lot, like studying a lot. My parents keep telling me, like, oh, if you were not going to the uni, could buy a Mercedes, brand new, you know, all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, because <laughs> they were paying a lot of money. For yeah, <laughs> they they pay me like uh, all the tuitions and you know. The, so, the, so what were you doing? You said you weren't studying. So, what were you doing instead? I was like hanging out with a friend. <laughs> were, were you working? Like part-time job. Uh, yeah, I was uh, working for my father's company, like in the summertime, and save up some money, and go to overseas, LA, New York. <laughs> <laughs> and but you still graduated. Uh, yeah, I got. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I graduated. Luckily. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what they say, right? It's like really in Japan, it's really difficult to get into get in, university, but it's so easy to get out. Yeah, I mean, graduate. Yeah, because England is it just gets harder and harder, mm-hmm. like until you graduate. So it's hard to get into uni, but it's also hard in uni, especially towards the end. The beginning, the first year's easy because you only have to pass, but when it comes to the second and the third and the final year, then you have to kind of really knuckle down. But uh, yeah, but in Japan, it's not it's not like that at all. Like I have I teach at universities, and a lot of my students. They try to slack off as much as possible. They try to do the minimum amount, and they keep asking. You know, they keep asking me, "Oh, how many? How many times can I be absent?" They come yeah, up to right. me, and I'm like, "That's not the kind of question <laughs> I want to hear from a student." <laughs> well, yeah, when I attended a uh, university down in Miyakin, like I took like just six or eight courses or something, and I worked really hard. But uh, like my te- and my test scores were pretty decent actually, but it was like. When I got my final results or my grades, like everything was just like perfect grades, you know, and it was basically because I had good attendance, my scores were pretty decent. But in the US, it's like, yeah, you're always like, I mean, they have the A, B, C, D, F system, you know, and everyone, and especially in universities, is struggling to try to get a B so they can graduate and stuff. But. So what was your first job after graduating university? I, I was working at uh, some like a construction company as a sales representative for three months. Then I just quit. <laughs> Why? Because three I, is pretty short. Yeah, I didn't fit. So I just started working for my, my father as an electrician. How long, how long did you do that for? <sighs> three years. Four years. This was still down in Tokyo, or yeah, yeah, okay. in yeah, in Tokyo. Then when I was 28 years old, like I just decided to go to Canada. Yeah, what what made you decide that? Oh yeah, you said ah, you met you met so, your friend. So right? I went to Canada when I was 30, 
And so when, when you came back from Canada, what, what was your next job? I was working for my dad for a year and save up another one million yen. I was thinking like I, I should go somewhere else. I'm from Tokyo, but I don't like to live in Tokyo. No, really? What, what, what's wrong with Tokyo? I'm too busy. Too busy? Too many people or something? Yeah, traffic jam all the time. I think that's why I couldn't live in Tokyo, just because there's too many people, uh, rush hour. The, the, the temperature, I think, like the humidity that I really don't like in the summertime is a bit, bit long. That's why I think so. Yeah, summertime is like... Yeah, it's crazy, man. You know? So I can, I, I can understand why. I mean, I've never lived there, but I've heard from a lot of people why they don't like living there. And that's, that's the reason why I couldn't live there as well, I think. So then you, you came to Hokkaido? No. I guess. Yeah, I was spending three years in Canada. So when you left Canada, did you immediately come up to Hokkaido then? or? Uh, no, I was staying uh, in Tokyo for a year. For a year? Yeah. Okay. Making then, money. Then I, I supposed to going back to Canada. Oh, really? With another like, cash money. But I, it's like, that was my turning point, like, you know. I met a bunch of Japanese guys in Canada when I was there for three years. Before that, like, I was there for six, six, six months, like. Then, uh, when I come back to Tokyo, I was thinking, like, oh, I was kind of like, choked because, like, I didn't like living in Tokyo. But I was working for my dad for a year, and I saved up some money. Then I supposed to go back to Canada, but... If I go back to Canada, like, I'm going to be in the same situation as, like, I used to be. Like, no, like, work permit or working at, uh, working at somewhere under the table. So I was thinking, like, what should I do? I met the guy. He's from Hokkaido, northeast of Hokkaido, which is, like, near Shiretoko. And he already opened his own bar in a small town. So I just visited him with one suitcase. Then I just started living there. <laughs> <laughs> it was like back in 2007. This is near Shiro, 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 so how long were you in Nakashibetsu for? Five and a half a year. Oh, wow. So you were there for a long time. Yeah. Oh. I, I didn't go back to Tokyo. Then you were working at the bar? Yeah. He, he, he owned the bar uh, with another guy from Chiba Prefecture. I know we met in Canada. Then they're doing it. But that was tough life. Couldn't make any money doing the bar business. Because like only twenty four thousand people live in there. Yeah, small, yeah. <laughs> so it's Inaka. Yeah. Yeah, very, very much Inaka. Inaka yeah. The main industry is like a milking farm. Milking farms, yeah. So that's a big change from Tokyo. Yeah, but I, I, when I started living there, like you know, I feels like overseas, like you know, lots of natures, you know. Then yeah, how about like a lot of people say that they kind of view Hokkaido as like a different uh, 
different part of Japan. Some people even joke it's like a different country. Like when you were in Tokyo, like what was your image of Hokkaido? Was it was it like it's a different? Is it Japan or is it Hokkaido? Hokkaido is an island. Yeah. You know, Hokkaido is like a nature. The Sapporo is like. You know, red light district around there. Siskino. Yeah, red light district. It's a very famous in ramen, makeup ramen. What else? Yeah, snow a lot in the winter time. Mm. It's totally different from Tokyo. Did you did you enjoy working at the bar? Like you see, you didn't make much money, but yeah, I was working in daytime at golf course, shipping, a uh, shipyard. Oh, I was making like a tetrapod. Sorry? Tetrapod. Tetrapod means like some concrete. Oh, are those those things that they like have in the bay to kind of keep the, uh, there's yeah. like a lot of them lined up, right? Yeah, what, yeah. What are they for? What's the purpose? Uh, it's like uh, they, those stuff protecting the coast from waves. So Tsunamis. Like no, not tsunami. Like erosion or something? Or just yeah. They're really ugly, right? Yeah. Like you see them like along the beach yeah. and there's hundreds of them, big concrete mm. tetrapods like shaped in kind of stars. Yeah. 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 So you made, you worked for a company that made those. Yeah. That, the big concrete like uh, yard in Nakashibetsu. And I knew the vice president guy and he's like, oh, come on. So you, at that time in Nakashibetsu, you had... Like a bunch of jobs at the same time. Um, no, it's like a bunch of kind of job. Yeah. In the during a the day. So you, you didn't want to use your business degree at any point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just uh, taking care of some lonely farmers. How come? How come you didn't want to be a salary man? When I was moving to Sapporo, I was like, oh, I should find a way to live or a way to be more like, a, you know, financially stable. Stable, yeah. Then I just decided to move into Sapporo because there's a lot job, more than northeast of Hokkaido. So when I moved in here, like, I didn't have any job, right? So I asked my friend who used to work in a Niseko back in 2009. I was working at the Niseko Hilton back in 2009. Oh, so it was in like... In, 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 in only time. That was kind of before the boom? Probably. Yeah, that was the first year oh, okay. for the Hilton. Oh, which right. is like... Uh, I love that hotel. The Niseko Village used to be, used to be owned by Cebu company which is like a, they have a railways or lots of like a, the shopping mall yeah. they, they have like they have Japanese like company. a great onsen a great rotenburo the outdoor onsen mm-hmm. with like carp in the near, near the, yeah. the baths the yeah. yeah but uh the Seibu company called the Seibu and they can <clears throat> their financially collapsed that moment so they sold uh, a bunch of property all over in japan it's too bad because I need Seiko properties probably worth so much more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so at that moment, like, uh, the, the Hilton got the contract with, like, uh, some company. Ah, that moment, Citigroup, the bank, Citibank Group owned that 
the property. Then they just started like a resort business. Then I just moved into、uh, Niseko for whole season. When I walk in there, like I met、uh, a bunch of guys, lots of snow bums or some guy who's working at the hotel all the time as a professional, like servers or Japanese people or yeah, Japanese people. people. Okay.、Yeah. Then he's from Sapporo, so when I was moving to Sapporo. I was asking. I asked him, like,、uh, do you know someone who has a, a job or job opportunity or?、Whatever? And he's like, oh, I know that、uh, some guy. Like, then he introduced me to that guy, and that guy's friend owned the delivery health company.、What、is delivery health? Delivery health means.、Uh, The company send some girls to someone's place or someone's hotel room for sexual service. Okay. So you were the driver for a delivery health company. Yeah. So that was your first job in Sapporo. Yeah. Back in 2011, and they always like sit in the back seat, and I'm always waiting. Somewhere in the middle of Sapporo, they show up from the、uh, the some condos. The company owns like three LDK condo in the middle of Sapporo. Then I was always waiting right beside the condo when the girls show up from the main entrance. They're gonna, you know, hop in my car. Then I'm gonna straight down to. Some hotel or someone's place. I remember my friend. He、uh, he lived in a building that had a delivery health company. So every time he would come home at night, there was always yeah a van parked out front and girls coming in and out all the time, like you know, doled up looking very attractive girls.、Mm. But as a as a driver, so you obviously have conversations. You talk to these girls. You get quite friendly, I guess. Yeah, but、uh, when I like got a contract from the boss who owned the company, he said that all the girls is mine. Then, if you're gonna do something, you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm maybe, like, okay, maybe think twice, think yeah, twice before、yeah. you do something. Yeah, yeah, never scout for another company or never ask. To go out or in dating, whatever.、So、you had to sign a contract.、Rules. Yeah, but I, I was making like eight thousand yen per day. The gas money was on me, but they give me cash every night. Then my car was like that moment, like a two wheel drive car, pretty big car. It's called a Honda Odyssey, and then my boss, like. Give me a mercy. He's like, oh, I give you another couple, ah,、uh, one thousand yen. So I was making like a nine thousand yen per day, nine a.m. till nine p.m. Wow, that's a five, long、uh, six days a week.、Yeah. Did you Did you like that job? I hate that job. <laughs> <laughs> the all the risk on me, at least is on me. You know what I'm saying? If If I'm gonna be late at someone's place or someone's hotel room. That's my, you know, fall. Yeah, 
they're going to be upset at you. Yeah, and also, like, I have to, like, knock the door. Then I should get the money first from the customer at the door. Then I introduce some girl to them. So you act, you kind of like doubled up as security too, in a way. Like you had to look out for, for the girls, wait for them, make sure uh, they got y- in. Yeah, but you know, sometimes I, I have to wait like near the hotel, hotel room, uh, like, you know, sit in the car. But, uh, sometimes I, I have to pick up another car, uh, another girl at some other hotel or another, like, places. So are, th- are these companies quite, um, prevalent in Japan or, you know, there's a lot of these companies and they're completely legal, right? They're legal. That's legal. But, uh, that company is really big because they have a lot of website and, uh, you know, hiring a lot of girls and, but they also like sending some girl at a different company's girl or, you know, depends like, you know, like the customer wants, you know what I'm saying? Can I ask, uh, like the customers, were they probably always Japanese men? Were they like young men or middle-aged men or older men or everybody? Every generation, everybody, man. Everybody, yeah. Every generation. Man. Some young guys or some Yakuza guys. Did you ever encounter any foreign guys? I never met. Would would a company like that accept a foreigner as a as a client? But if the, some like a foreigners can speak in Japanese like fluently, they never thought and they never think like uh, they're foreigners. So, so they, they don't discriminate. Basically, I, I mean, can Ben use the service? Okay. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think so. I never think like you know. <laughs> I think, I, he, I think he's trying to ask. Yeah, when okay? I, when I when I see him at the door, some hotel room, in uh, you know, Suskino, and I never saw, I never think like you know. Wait, is, that, is that how you guys met? <laughs> <laughs> you are calling. You're giving it away. You're giving it away. <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. I edit that. Edit that part out. <laughs> but that job is super risky. It's it easy, like it, yeah. easy job. But you know, I had a lots of time. Probably nervous a lot too. Yeah, it's like you know, every end of the night, like in my pocket, I was like you know, ten, twenty man. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. <laughs> cash money. Then I just cash out like every night, like after nine nine p.m. Then you know, I just get the you know the pay. Ten twenty man, like yeah. a thousand, two thousand dollars. Then also, I have to pay some pay uh some money. For the girls as a pay, because like I'm gonna drive some girl down to their place, I got their house or their apartment. Then I have to pay. Like boss is calling, boss gonna call me like, hey, you should pay her like seven months. I'm like, okay. These girls, like, uh, how long do you think they kind of stayed in that business? Was it very short or some of them? <laughs> I have no idea, man. Yeah. I have never asked about like that question. I mean, it's probably very difficult. Yeah, sometimes yeah. I'm gonna, uh, uh, like some girl asking me to go to a kindergarten to pick up some kid. 
which is Hakia. Yeah. Kind of sad, you know. Yeah, I mean, definitely sad. Yeah, I would imagine maybe a lot of those girls kind of have difficult background. Yeah, but, stuff, but I never asked it anything. Yeah, no personal. Their background. Stuff. Yeah, just general chit chat, basically. When you yeah, then I never like you know, like I never start talking to them. If they're talking to me, like you know, I'm gonna answer or you know, say some joke or whatever. So how long did you work at that job for? Three months. Oh, that's quite short. Yeah, because I really get out from the industry at that moment. Like I really wanted a better job, so I just decided to take a TOEIC test. Really, TOEIC, which yeah. is an English test that a lot yeah, of English Japanese test, people yep. take, right? And uh, I wanted to work in at the Amazon or some other like company. You wanted From, to be a salary man. Yeah, yeah. I, I was Finally. Still, <laughs> I was still salary, eh? You know, and I have a degree and... Bilingual. <laughs> <laughs> Multi-skilled. Uh, yeah. So I was, when I was waiting for the girls in front of the hotel, like I was listening to a CD, some, like, a twi- for the Twig test. Oh, really? Okay. Just to listen. Then uh, when I was... Oh, I got a job... Work uh, as like a telephone appointer job, call center, call center job. And I took a toy test and I got a so-so point. Then I was trying to find a job. Then I was lucky, like I was keep sending my CV to a bunch of company. And uh, one company who owned five building in Suskino which is like a building management company. They picked me up and I was working there for a year as a salaryman. But it's like a contract salaryman. Was it using any English or? <laughs> no, no, uh, yeah, right? never, never. Can I, can, we, can I go back a second to the call center job? Because I'm kind of curious. This was like kind of taking customer questions and stuff or was it like customer complaints? No, it's... Like uh, my job was like an outbound job, not an in inbound job. Okay. Means outbound means like um, I was selling uh, action insurance. Oh, so you were calling the people? Yeah, calling the people. Cold calling. Yeah, they call it cold calling. Where you just got to call Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I was like, you know, the randomly like the computer, you know. Pick up some phone number. And you had like a script, like a set script to follow. Yeah. Then I was selling accident insurance. Yeah, because I'm kind of curious because in the U.S., like, people get really upset when these, like, telephone sales, telephone calls. I mean, so much like it's like a huge, like, issue for a lot of people. But I'm curious, like, in Japan, the people you're calling, do they, like, are they very polite like Japanese people and they listen to everything you have to say or do they get upset and stuff or what man <laughs> like so, 85% maybe 90% of the customers like who I called yeah. whom I called they are annoying <laughs> so just like ah oh, bye bye right away right away yeah but some similar peop- to yeah. in, in England too but some people like uh, you know listen to me listen to me then, oh, okay, 
only like uh, 2500 thousand yen per month accident insurance Excuse me. 1,000 yen power. 1,000 yen. And after 5 p.m., 1,200 yen power. What is decent money? Yeah, it's not bad, especially for Sapporo. That's higher than yeah. minimum wage, so yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was able to make like maybe 220,000 yen average per month. Did you like that job? I hate that job. <laughs> <laughs> I feel. I feel like, you know, I was like kind of like a um, chicken. <laughs> like a chicken. Yeah, I mean, like I was like uh, producing like eggs <laughs> in a pig. Oh. You know. Like big. a chicken farm or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a factory farm. line. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that was good experience for me because like I'm always calling my customer all the time. Right now, so I learned the uh, the way to talk, polite Japanese. Yeah. yeah, and sales. Yeah, sales pitches and stuff. Were you a good? Were you good salesman at, for that company? Did you make some good mm, numbers? It's kind of average. It was good experience. What was the next job? Building you? management company. That's right, in Siskino. Siskino. That was hell. <laughs> oh really? What kind of stuff are you doing for building management? I'm just sitting at the desk all day, Monday to Friday. Oh really? Not mu- not much to do, or um, were you busy or not really busy? Not busy, but my boss told me like uh, they were looking for the guy. I got an interview from them. Then they choose me. Then I ask them. My boss is like, "Hey, how many people?" trying to get the job in this company. He's like, oh, CV was like a, over 100. Oh, wow. So they choose me wow. like, from 100 people. So you interviewed very well? Um, I don't know. It's like I asked him why I, I, you guys choose me. He's like, oh, it's all about timing. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> timing. Uh. Out of 100 people, that's pretty good though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because like uh, the money is like uh, kind of decent. Yeah, it's kind of hard to find like that job in Suskino or in Sapporo. So I was a bit proud of myself that moment. And you were at that job for how how long did you stay with them? Yeah, a year. Yeah, when I was that uh, doing that job, like in the winter time, like I hit the tree. When I was shredding in Rizutsu. That might have been the first time I met you. Yep. When you hit the yep. tree in Rizutsu. Yep. Yeah. You hit a tree? Man. Yeah, and then I broke my three leaves. was in hospital for a week. My lung was shrinked. And oh, wow. So my buddy Tomo, I met him at the first time, a very first time that day. And that was the I, first time I met him too. Yeah, and he told me, "Oh, my friend just hit a tree." Yeah, and had to go to hospital, and that and that was you. 
Yeah, yeah I picked him up at, in the morning and uh, we went to Lusutsu then right after lunchtime, like I hit the tree and I asked him to, you know, draw me to the hospital in Sapporo. All the, all the way from Rusutsu. So I was like an hour and a half in the car. <laughs> I was screaming all, was like broken all the way. Ribs and <laughs> what a nice guy. Eh? What a nice guy for doing that. Yeah. yeah. And I think it was a powder day. I remember that was a powder day that day. I don't think that was like a, like a, you know, the biggest reason to be fired from the company, but. Oh, that's why you got fired. From no, the no, fired. Like my contract was a year, oh, okay. year contract. Okay. Then uh, my biggest boss, like, told me, like, oh, I'm not going to get an, another contract or I'm not going to make you, like, you know, you know, the seishine, which oh, okay. is, like, the full-time, yeah, full-time guy. Yeah. So what happened next after that? So you lost your job, so, uh, broken ribs. Yeah, I was working for some company who's, a, like, the sales representative job as... I was selling some like a painting job for the apartment, the houses, and I quit in three months. Then, then after I was working for some guy who was doing like like construction job. Then I was working there for a couple of weeks. Then I was like, oh, I I can do it by myself. Then I just started myself employed. Um, how and now? And now he's self-employed. Yeah, as an electrician. So he, he, he's using some like internet company. The company owns like lots of website and, and some people like searching on Google. It's like electrician wiring switch for the lights, whatever. Do you do like odd jobs and, but mainly electrician, electrician work? Yeah. When I started my like self-employed, like I, I was kind of hungry guy because I started like from scratch. So. I was like, oh, I can do it. Like, you know, like wallpapers and hard floor and roof leaking, like a bunch of stuff. But right now, it's like, I, I could eat some good food whenever I want. So I just do an electrician job. And do you, and do you like this job now? You're being self employed? Self employed. No You're boss. boss. No boss, no stressed out. Total freedom. I, I yeah. actually, some of my cousins do are doing the same kind of work. Some of my Japanese cousins, which uh, you don't know directly, but oddly enough, when we first met, well, not when we first met, but at one of your famous barbecues, you are the uh, Toyohira Toyohira River Barbecue host extraordinaire. And like one of your uh, barbecues, I met uh, one of your friends who was uh, very surprisingly the neighbor of my mom's house. I remember that. Yeah, so a very small, small countryside town. And uh, somehow I met this guy at your barbecue who grew up in the house, like next to the house where my parents lived and stuff. So, oh, that was that's your best buddy, my younger brother. Yeah, <laughs> as you call your younger brother. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that was that was just like yeah, that was mind blowing to find out, like to meet him just randomly and everything. Because I had been here for like 15 years or something, knew all my cousins obviously, and then to just randomly meet somebody who also knew my cousin. Well, basically knew my, my whole family. My relatives and stuff, so that was crazy, man, yeah.
So out, out of all the jobs you've had, what, what's been your favorite job or the best job you've had? My best, like, so far? Yeah. Like, for my entire life? Yeah. My current job. That's awesome, man, yeah. What about, what about the worst job that you've had? Worst <sighs> job? Including Canada. It's including Canada. Including in Canada. Uh, the creeper job. Which job? Creeping. It's called the creeping, which is like uh, uh, making some foundation for the house. Was that in Canada? In Canada. That was the worst job. Yeah, because I, <laughs> I was tired as hell all the time. Yeah. Creeping. Yeah, creeping. But n- none of the, the Japanese jobs? Um, so all the jobs, like, my good experience so far you know and is it safe to say that you are not a typical japanese person who has gone through the route of university salary man family kids 2.4 children getting a house because you've had all these different experiences and what i find fascinating about you toshi is like you you would do a job but if you don't like it, you'd be like, I'm, I'm going to look for something else. And every time I want to get something else, something better. Whereas I've, I always meet people that hate their jobs in Japan, that work in their jobs for years and years just because it's safe, it's secure. But they hate it. But I think you're very unique in that you won't settle for just being content. You know, you want to yeah. be happy. You want to do something rewarding and we had a, we had a very good talk with Toshi yeah man it was a really good conversation learned a lot about the different jobs of people who don't follow the normal mold of the salary man lifestyle and everything so I think if uh, if you're Japanese and you're listening to this you don't have to stick to your job that you hate if you can uh, especially if you can speak English I think you know there's more opportunities there for you but uh yeah, I think having having Tosh on this is a, has given us a unique insight into the different kinds of Japanese people that are actually in Japan, and they're not just salary men. You know, there are special different kinds of Japanese people around too. Thanks, Tosh. Thanks for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. It's been really fun. Um, learned a lot of interesting things. <laughs> Hope the listeners have too. Um, yeah, thanks, Toshi. Welcome. Catch you next time, everyone. See ya. Peace.